Welcome to the 12th Man Rising Podcast, part of the Fan Sided Podcast Network. Here's your hosts, Kevin Daggett and Lee Vowell. And welcome to the uh, 12th Man Rising Podcast. I, I am Lee, and uh, with me is Kevin, the star of the show. Kevin, how are you doing? I'm doing good, man. How about you? Doing okay. It's kind of, we're in that, still that weird part of time where it's like there's not a whole lot happening and we could have some huge breaking news which will happen of course after we stop recording this as it always does whether like sign richard sherman or or josh gordon will be reinstated and they'll sign him or something like that but yeah there's not a whole lot going out going on because we're in that, that time where there's like mini camps and then nothing and then training camp starts on the 27th of july uh, this month so Anyway, I, there's not tons of breaking news to talk about, um, but you know, one thing that has been raved about lately is in the last really month since minicamp started, which was Shane Waldron's offense, at least the offensive players like it, and maybe they're blowing smoke or whatever, but you have high hopes that Waldron's offense is going to be long-term, like not just through the first five games of, of the season like we saw in 2020. But for the entire season, maybe improve as the season goes on, where players acclimate even more to what Waldron wants to do on offense. <laughs> I certainly hope so. <laughs> hope, hope it's better than what we had. But um, I mean, I mean, it wasn't horrible. But it's I think it's going to be different because he's, you know, from stuff I've read, he's more of a hurry up guy. Um, I think Wilson will like that. I don't, you know, Wilson's not a not afraid to to uh, get things going. And um, I did read a couple of things though, that it's evidently it's a pretty complicated offensive scheme. Um, and, you know, but I guess, uh, you know, if we got some intelligent players, they can, they can catch on. Um, but I think, you know, for, for long term, I think he's a good coach. He proved that that offense works in, uh, in Los Angeles. Um, I hope the Rams don't remember it very well. So when we play them, we're <laughs> It's uh, you know, screwed. But um, yeah, I do, I do have hopes for him. You know, anytime you make a switch in a coordinator like that, it's, you know, it's risky. But when you take a guy who did what he did with the Rams, I mean, you know, you got to have high hopes. Yeah, I think my one of my higher hopes is the fact that, you know, I mean, the personnel is what it is, and the Rams have really good defensive personnel. Maybe not as good as it was last year, but still really good. They still got Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. But I, I, my my hope is that Waldron has coached against that defense. Of course, it's not game defense, but it's still scheme defense. That he's coached against it enough in practice that maybe he knows how to exploit it a little bit more than others would. What do you think? Is that stupid, or what do you think about that? That's actually a really good point. Um, that's a really good point. Hopefully he does. I mean, because I'm, I mean, sure he knows that defense. Um, you know, although he's got to study other teams' defenses, you know, he he should know it pretty well. Even though he's probably hasn't probably didn't sit in the in the rooms when they were running it, but I guarantee he's got some insights um, on what's going on. So I, that is that's a really good point. Yeah, it's um. You know, again, he'll of course they'll know how to scheme against the Rams' offense too. So maybe it's you know plays off of each other. But 
I mean, Schottenheimer was not going to be the answer. They the Rams always give the Seahawks issues, even when the the Seahawks are really good. You know, going back to the mid 2015 or whatever. But the Rams personnel defensively, the, I mean, the the Seahawks were the better team in the playoffs. But yet still, the the Rams were able to beat the Seahawks in the playoffs. And the offense just you kind of alluded to it. They just digressed so much from like midway through last season, they digress and the defense got much better. And it was just like, they never could meet. Right. But maybe this year with, with all the pass rushers they haven't coming in and maybe cornerback still an issue with their, they've loaded up on the pass rush that hopefully they can kind of start off well. And the offense will improve with Waldron's because he hasn't called offense. He hasn't called plays and forever as far as I know. But hopefully he'll he'll do that well, and they'll get better. The offense will get better as the season goes on, and then the defense will start off a heck of a lot better than it started off last year when, when it was atrocious. I mean, really, the only concern is the cornerbacks at this point. Maybe maybe a linebacker because you don't have KJ Wright, but Jordan Brooks should be really good. He showed last year he could be really good to me. The only question mark really is is cornerback. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, you, you, um, you mentioned that. I just thinking back to that, that was the weirdest deal, how the offense was good, the defense sucked, and then almost <laughs> like at the same exact time, the defense got good and the offense sucked. It's like, what? Hat, was that a type of poltergeist or something? I mean, just ridiculous. And, um, I mean, if they both could have run at high levels, imagine. And you know, and I do think it's the Rams and Seahawks, contrary to some of the uh, the experts out there who actually make a living talking about this stuff, think that the Seahawks are probably the fourth best team in the NFC West. I disagree with that. I think it's going to be the Rams and the Seahawks. But um, yeah, cornerback, and then you know, and I'm a I'm a big Sherman fan, and you know, I mean, I've said it before i think they should sign him for his two years that he wants and then make him the coach or one of the coaches and just wrap the guy up because he he lives in seattle right or yeah has a yeah seattle. that's right yeah and so to me that proves it's not like he hates seattle you know when he when he left i mean he he left and he was he was bitching about you know bevel's calls and stuff rightfully so as it turns out but it's not like he dislike Seattle I think his personality and his and the way he approaches life probably fits with generally Seattle community um yeah I mean I to me just pay the guy I, I agree with you 100 percent because no is he the Richard Sherman of 2013 2014 probably not but he's still the best corner they would have on the team if they did sign him it's a no-brainer to sign him to me what I don't even know what they're waiting for yeah, and the thing is, if, even if he's not the every down guy, which he might not be, I mean, he's got some injuries. Not the every, he's a good, solid cornerback, and his leadership is invaluable, in my opinion. You know, and, and that's, I think that's what you need. And I think that's why they make him a coach after, after he's done playing and, and because he knows the, he knows the game. You know, and that's, I've heard, and I don't know if it's like, I don't know if it's blowing smoke or whatever, but I've heard Pete and Schneider both say, you know, all that stuff was blown out of proportion, but who knows if it was or not. But 
hey, as long as they're talking, both sides are open to it. Like you say, why hasn't it been done yet? Just get it done. I guess the good thing is that nobody signed him. So it's not like anybody's going to offer him like $10 million or more because I think he would have already jumped at that, especially if it was a contender. Uh, the Cowboys have been rumored, but why would you not sign with the Cowboys if they're offering you that much money? I think maybe the amount of money that he's being offered just isn't what he's hoping. Or maybe he, I don't know, maybe holds out until the a little bit into the season to see if there's any injuries. I'm surprised he hasn't signed based on what people took in the draft because I thought it, maybe he was waiting for that, thinking, well, this seems, you know, they need cornerback help, and if they don't take anybody in the draft, you know, then I can approach him because he's his own agent. Um, or maybe they'll approach me. But I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, I'd sign him in a second. And and I have this on the outline, which is just K.J. Wright versus Richard Sherman. To me, they're both they're both good people. K.J. Wright's probably a great human being, but there's nothing wrong with Richard Sherman. It's not like that. It's it's just based on the football field to have this question. And K.J. Wright to me is a is a less necessary piece than Richard Sherman at this point because. You do have Jordan Brooks, and you've, of course you got Bobby Wagner, and then depth at linebacker. I mean, you still have Cody Barton, who's, you know, I don't know if he's ever going to be great, but he's he's serviceable. He's, he could start if you needed him to. Whereas cornerback, you just got a whole bunch of question marks because we don't know how good DJ Reed's going to be in a full season. Akello Witherspoon, we don't really know how good he's going to be. Trey Brown, who they drafted, might be fantastic, but what do you expect from a rookie? Uh, I mean, Sherman, to me, compared to Wright, and I've seen this in other articles on the internets, that uh, Sherman is absolutely hands down the two more important of the former Seahawks to sign. Yeah, I agree. And if, you know, they talk about maybe dropping Daryl Taylor back to a linebacker, too, but I think you're right. I think we, Sherman is the, and there's nothing wrong with KJ. I mean, I like KJ. He's a good, I think he makes Wagner better. Um, just with Good point, what, actually. what he does, but I don't think that Brooks or, you know, he could make Wagner better too. I mean, you know, Wagner's on the, he's on the back end of, of his, his career. I think everybody knows, knows that, but you know, the way that guy plays, I think he's just going to Wagner. He's just going to play as hard as he can. And then he's going to be done. You know, he's not going to be out there. If he can't play as hard as he can, he does. I don't think he's going to, you know, play. He's not going to be like a Franco Harris who, um, you know, average Seahawk great Franco Harris. Yeah. <laughs> who average point. Actually, um, funny thing. He, he, uh, funny story. I may have said this before, but my wife ran into him one point. My, he tried to pick up my wife somewhere one time. <laughs> forget where it was. <laughs> so, Franco Harris, really? Yeah, he was on the he was on the tail end of his career, but he did. <laughs> was he like? Was his opening line like, "Hey, so I know who Rocky Blyer is." And like, oh, well, you know Rocky Blyer. Exactly. Right. Yeah. But I, I, I think Kate or uh, Wagner's just going. If he if he knows he can't go out there and bang heads as hard as anyone else, he's going to go. You know what? I'm out. So. Yeah. I agree, and, and I think the the flip side of that is really Jordan Brooks, to me, is more of a Bobby Wagner type. He's going to play Wright's, uh, assuming Wright doesn't get resigned. Brooks is going to play uh, Wright's old spot, but he is more of a Wagner than a Wright just because of the the way he attacks the football. 
I mean, Bobby Wagner could be in his last year because he's he gets paid so much. No offense to Bobby Wagner, because he is to me he's the one Seahawk that's currently on the roster that is a Hall of Famer, first ballot Hall of Famer. Russell Wilson might be that too, but that that's not a sure thing. Like Bobby Wagner is a first ballot Hall of Famer, right? Yeah. So you know it's kind of funny when you ask people, oh, you know, there's one person on the Seahawks. He really is a first ballot Hall of Famer. Oh, it's Russell Wilson. No, it's actually Bobby Wagner to me. But when when Wagner leaves, Brooks is going to slide over to his spot, and then you've got an open spot where where KJ was, and you know maybe Cody Barton fills that because he's actually showed that he could cover a little bit. And you mentioned Daryl Taylor. Maybe it'll be interesting to see. So here's here's my concern. So last year. Through the first half of the season, you and I were talking. When I'd go over to your house, we'd you know complain about Ken Norton Jr. like everybody else, and then <laughs> they they traded for Carlos Dunlap and Jamal Adams got healthy and the defense got much much better. But they have all these toys. Where if you had, you know, one of the if you had Chris Richard, for instance, um, as the DC in Seattle. I think he could use them. My concern is they have the talent, maybe not at cornerback yet, but they have the talent. So we still don't know how good they're going to be because of Ken Norton Jr. I mean, does that make sense? Yes, it does. And you know that you mentioned Richard, and that that guy is so, when you look at him on the sideline, he you can just see the wheels turning. Like, what do I got to do, and and how am I going to use these guys to the most effect? I don't know that Norton does that. <laughs> I don't know that he's the not saying he's not smart or anything like that. Obviously he's, he's the defensive coordinator and I'm not, but um, I, I just think Richard just seems to have a little more um, intellectual approach to things. Um, I, I don't know. I like Chris Richard. It was, you know, and I, I one of my concerns with, um, you know, the Schottenheimer left, he, you know, he kind of felt at some level he didn't have as much um, say in things that he wanted. I really hope that Pete Carroll allows Waldron to let, to do what he needs to do and, and doesn't hamstring him, you know, with you got to do this and this and just lets him, lets him run his deal and, 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 uh, you know, lets him show, show us what he can do. So, but yeah, I agree with you on Richard. That, it would be nice to have him back. Yeah. So um, an, another person that would be nice to have back is Josh Gordon. I, I put this out on Twitter and like I got tons of responses, but some of them were like, oh, no, no, you know, he, he doesn't need to be a part of the team. I've seen this article, but according to what I've read, he and maybe this has happened in the past. and I'm just not aware of it, but he's been tested, drug tested for three straight months randomly drug tested and he's passed maybe he's just reached a point at 30 years old where it's like you know hey you know i can make a lot of money still because i'm still young in football years because i've missed so much time and he is a really good receiver he he would be at least the third best receiver just second best probably as hand maybe first best as far as hands i mean tyler lock has great hands josh gordon's hands are better than dk metcalf's because we've seen Metcalf drop stuff. Gordon doesn't drop anything. And he, he makes catching look like a human being was born to catch the ball, uh, any kind of ball. But I'd love to have Josh, Josh Gordon back, you know, and, and they're not going to have to pay him a whole bunch. Maybe 
if it was a million dollars a year, which I think is what he made before, right? Um, I'd I'd pay that in a second. Chump change in the NFL. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I mean, somebody said, "Oh, he's the fourth or fifth." Re- I, he's not the fifth receiver because I don't know, but he he's at least the third best receiver. He's just he's a big guy, so he's not going to play the slot like Dwayne Eskridge. Hopefully, will do well at. But um, Josh Gordon's no brainer to bring back, right? Yeah, and you know you know what you're getting with him as far as his receiver ability. He's like you said, he's a big body with good hands. The fifth best for what he could be the first <laughs> receiver for a lot of teams, but yeah. yeah, I, I, I like the guy. I mean, you know, he's got his issues, but I would love to see that guy on this team. Um, you know, somebody else is going to have to go if he comes on, but I'm okay with that, you know, <laughs> just yeah. to get the guy and, and, um, I don't know, with just open things up a little more. Um, he's a, He's a beast as a receiver. I mean, hopefully he gets – hopefully the number one thing with him is hopefully he gets his life together. And, you know, does they – do they NFL even test for weed anymore? I mean, is it something else that he's testing? I don't think testing? so. I don't think they do that anymore. I don't even know what, he's, what the deal is. but It's not like the Olympics. Yeah, right? <laughs> no edibles. No edibles. Yeah, so, to do. You so, can have – you can drink a case of beer or a bar exactly. or a, a yeah. whiskey. But no edibles. <laughs> so I, I'm not judging. I, I don't I don't have a, a horse in the in the race. I, I don't smoke marijuana. But when I saw the thing about the lady being uh, who, who the Olympic runner sprinter who got suspended, this is way off subject, but getting suspended from the Olympics or suspended by the Olympic Committee or whatever, international, whatever it is, through the first part of the Olympics, I was thinking. Who, who smokes weed, marijuana for, for performance enhancing? That's ridiculous. <laughs> she took, you know, she took responsibility. She broke she the did. rules. And that, yeah. that's the thing. The rules are the rules. They need to change the rules. The rules are the rules. And, you know, she's responsible for what she did, which is cool. But 100% yeah. agree with that. Yeah. But it's still like, why is that one of the drugs? I mean, there's a lot of stuff you could have. But marijuana is like, you know, you could take that for pain. But it's not going to help you run faster. I heard somebody say, well, you can't say that it's not going to increase your, your performance because if it reduces your anxiety, it can increase. I'm like, <laughs> are you kidding me? It doesn't put extra oxygen in your muscles. I mean, <laughs> it's not, oh, it's yeah. which is um, exactly why the NFL does not test for it's not going to perform. It's not going to make Josh Gordon perform better. I mean, his his issues off the field are that and whatever else, but now they don't test for it anymore. And again, we've talked about this before. The guy has never hurt another human being, as far as I know. He's not a cancer in the locker room. Everybody likes him. So the issue is just he's got personal demons, but that doesn't make him a bad person. That makes him a human being, right? Yeah, yeah. and speaking of injuring people, hopefully Alden Smith can... Be on yeah. the team too. <laughs> That's coming up, I think, on the seventeenth, but it'll probably get moved back just like remember that Michael Kendricks thing got moved back a million times. I wouldn't be surprised if Alden Smith something happens. Uh to Marion Terry, obviously that that was something we didn't know about. And I guess you know about that, right? He was indicted among eleven other people for murder. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, and I I don't know if I, I don't know if he 
what his involvement was in that. They haven't explained that. It could have been he was a group and somebody had a gun or whatever. But the fact that he didn't get drafted and then, you know, the Seahawks took a flyer on him as an undrafted free agent. And then the day before that indictment came out, they released him. Makes you wonder, like, what's going to come out about that? Because it seems well, weird. You know, the old saying, you can indict a ham sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> can you really? Like That's, what that court case. <laughs> That's what they say. You can indict anybody. Ham sandwich is sitting over there in the chair, and he's like, I can't give a defense. Um, so, <laughs> but we'll end the show uh, with this. The three best, just in our opinion, the three best Seahawks uh, on the, and this is more talent instead of, it's not most important, but three three best Seahawks. So I'll go first because um, I'm more interested in your take than mine. <clears throat> so I, the, the most talented or the talent and importance I have to, so I'm selling out my own story is, is Russell Wilson. And then I've got DK Metcalf as just pure talent. And then Jamal Adams. There's a whole bunch of talented Seahawks and more talented football players. But those three guys to me are the best athletes, especially at the positions they play on the team. But do you have a different three? I'd go with Metcalf as uh, number one. Needs to increase his hands a little bit. But as far as athletes, yeah, he's a he's a just a um, I don't even know freak. if he's he, a freak. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, what was that guy's uh, who was the guy whose nickname was the freak? That defensive end. Um, oh yeah, played Florida. They played for the Titan. Was it J- Jadavion? No, oh, man. Uh, Javon, was it? It's not. Wasn't Javon Curse? Was it? it was yeah, not Javon. yeah. It was. It, well, I think it was Curse. That guy was. It was his name, the freak. But yeah, uh, Jermaine's DK, brother. That's a joke. It's not yeah. <laughs> um, and that Jamal Adams, and I'd probably go. I'd probably, you know, I might go with with Wagner. Um, you know, Wilson. Yeah, you know, I like Russell Wilson, but I'd, I'd probably go with those three, DK, Adams, and uh, Wagner, as far as the, the three right now. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, you can make an argument. I'd be interested to see what other people have to say. I mean, Metcalf's on the list, and I think Adams is on the list either way. But it'd be interesting to see who the third one is. I mean, you could even say Chris Carson is. Cause, um, yeah, anyway. they, need to, they need to sign Jamal Adams pretty quick here. That, Yes. Let's just get that done too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't want that going into the season, to be honest. He has to be back in 2022 just for what they gave up for him. So. But that's our podcast. And uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks just before the start of training camp. So, as always, Kevin has the last two words Go Hawks. <laughs>